All right, hello, idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, Listeners, we are recording on Wednesday, June 6th. Uh, We are recording well in advance of next week because my schedule is all fucked up, and this is the only time we could... uh, we could uh, record. This is the only time we could. Uh, we had matching schedules somewhat. So, um, if I like to predict the news when we're this far out. So apparently, <laughs> according to the reality TV show my girlfriend's been watching, um, John Cena, a popular professional wrestler, has and broken actor. up with and actor. Yes, he has broken up with his fiance. I think. She's going to marry Donald Trump. It's, it's, it's going to be a, uh, a, a, a curveball, an right. M. Light Shyamalan twist. What's going to happen? Trump's going to dump him, or not him, but her, uh, Melania, and she's going to be his fourth wife. Uh, didn't uh, didn't they rake up a while ago? I seem to recall reading that in the news like weeks ago because it was like, I don't watch reality TV, but it was like he's a big enough celebrity that you know his, his when he breaks up with someone, it's talked about. I know the uh, name, the, and I know what he looks like. I don't know anything about him other than the fact that when I woke up the other day, my girlfriend was crying harder than I've ever seen her cry before because a professional wrestler she'd never met broke up with his fiance. And I, I was just like, I, this is why reality TV is garbage, man. I, I have no idea how you would know that or why that would matter. But apparently there's a reality TV show about pro wrestlers and their wives. I just think it's odd that that it's like I like I said I I read about it several weeks ago when when uh, just in regular news sources where you know I'm just reading headlines because it's one of those things I won't click on like I got nothing against him but I am not going to read I'm not going to click on an article that says John Cena breaks up with fiance I'm just going to look at the headline and keep going but I know that it was not in the past week we're going back several weeks so for her to just find out that's that's pretty good isolation on her part keeping the blinders on so her reality tv is not ruined by the outside world well yeah i mean but i'm the other extreme i i read some news not not a ton i am not i'm not like uh, constantly buried in the shit but i i read news just not about wrestlers um that's that's it's one piece of the media that i i guess i tend to block out well, like I said, I this was on like mainstream news sources where you just scroll past it, like you know they're talking about ICE arresting immigrants or Donald Trump or North Korea, and then in the mix of all of that, just John Cena. It it doesn't even the the places I go to, it doesn't you don't even have to click on like entertainment quote news. It's just right there, just yeah. a mess of all the news stories. So that's how I saw it. But. You know what I think it is, is I think when I'm scrolling past it and that comes up, anything regarding reality TV or pro wrestling, I think I just block it out of my mind instantly. Like it's sort of like a kid that gets molested by a priest or something. I was just gonna say yeah, like an yeah, it, yeah, it comes yeah. up like years later. I think years later in therapy, I mean it's gonna be uh, much more uh, sort of calm, mild breakthrough, but I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I, I, I read something about The Rock uh, not getting along with his second wife or something like that. You know what I mean? And I, I think stuff like that's just going to sort of come out while I'm hypnotized on a leather couch. <laughs> and that's why he snapped and went up into the bell tower with a high-powered rifle. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that's going to be the reason, but yeah, good chance. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to preemptively blame that shit on uh, reality TV. Absolutely. If it'll get I'm- it taken care of. I would. 
So I said we are re- we are recording uh, on June 6th. That means June 5th was yesterday, Tuesday, Election Day. Now, I don't really want to talk about the election because if you were looking at the news stories today, it was all over the place. Like there were headlines saying why yesterday was good for Democrats and why Republicans won yesterday. And it's all just primaries and who cares. But there was one interesting story that I didn't send you that I hope you saw. Um, this This made me kind of happy. Uh, Northern California, Judge Aaron Persky. Does that uh, name sound familiar? Uh, no. He is the judge that gave Brock Turner three, six months or whatever for raping that woman. Guilty as shit. They, you know, he got caught in the act of raping the woman. And the judge said, oh, you know, we got the same uh, frat house. Uh, it's just rape. She was drunk six months. So I, I don't know if he had uh, how long his term was, but he got recalled. They, they actually put it on the ballot. They said, hey, this asshole has to go. And then voters said, fuck him for his little slap on the wrist bullshit for that Stanford swimmer that raped the, sh- the raped that woman. So that, that was a nice little moment from yesterday. I don't give nice. a fuck about all the Republicans and all the Democrats, but it was nice to read that that shitbag uh, lost his spot because he, cause he, he literally said, you know, like, oh, this this could tarnish the rest of his life. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. The, the fact that uh, he raped someone and got busted, that, that, that might hurt his job application sometime down the road. But, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to come out as the pro-rape candidate. I, I mean, I know it's tempting to take the money from the, uh, the, uh, the big well, he wasn't rape a candidate. lobbyists. But he wasn't a candidate. That's the whole point. He was, no, he was a judge. He was a judge. That's, yeah, yeah. But, but either way. Yeah, they, you know they, what I'm they, saying? They, they put on the they, – they, they actively uh, got signatures – and got it added to the ballot. Should he be uh, taken off his post? Oh, he so was. he wasn't like. Oh, he was. He wasn't even up against anything. No, like they no, didn't vote this him was, on. This was a. This is a wow. removal, which is nice. So the removal. So was there, there any actual politicians, just you know, actively coming out in favor of this guy keeping his seat? Do you know? I didn't see anything in the articles I read, but I, I can't imagine. I think I did see a couple people say that this is a bad idea because. Anytime a judge hands down something that people don't like, they'll try and recall them. I agree with that, sort of. I hear where you're going, but I don't think if it takes, you know, 10,000 signatures and then it has to get on a ballot, I think that the wishy-washy ones like, oh, he, you know, what? I can't even think of an example right now. I think just the ones people don't like or go, mm, I didn't like that, those will get sure. washed out by the process. Whereas this one, people were obviously passionate enough to say, no, we're going to keep pushing until this shithead is gone. It's 2018. Pull show. A lot of people are anti-rape now. Uh, you, can't, you can't be too pro-rape these days, I guess. Yep, even if you did go to the uh the same fraternity it's just it's the world we live in all right i sent you some links jake are there uh any you want to talk about off the top of your head there's one that i thought was sort of i don't want to say funny funny but uh i thought it was uh, i was do, do you have any you want all right to talk well about? then let's go let's go with the one that you sent me that you thought was boring which is apparently the opposite of funny. So let's uh, let's go with that one. Yeah. Well, the boring one I thought was uh, I, I just sent it to you because this is the boring one. Um, we had talked about it so often in the past, and the news report uh, just came out. New report 
finds no evidence that having sex with robots is healthy. And you read the article, and what they were saying is they, they tried to market the robot as these, these incel, involuntary celibate men, or shut-ins, or guys that can't get dates, or, or, or if, you, if you let them fuck a robot, suddenly they'll be the life of the party. Like, oh, it'll bring them out of their shell. And after- Well, now, to be fair, are, are you sure that it's, it's one of these awkward guys who can't get laid? Or is it a dude who gets pussy all the time who's just trying to sell a robot? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a rich guy, gets laid, has a robot company, and he's, he's just convincing people to buy his robot. No, I, I, I don't know where you went with that, but it's they, they tried to say that the robots would help shut-ins become more social, and the result was, quote, we advise that sex bots shouldn't be used in medical practice. Like... I'm not sure what the practice was, though. Like a psychiatrist, like, oh, you're in therapy because you're angry. Um, hey, you know, some some psychos, some psychologists say you should punch a pillow. I, I think you should fuck this robot. That's going to make you less angry. I, Dude, I, that that is the world's most hack robot. Like, I mean, even even Sigmund Freud, um, in, in the middle of his speech about how everybody wants to fuck their own mom or whatever, if you came up to him and tapped him on the shoulder and was like, Mister Freud. What if in the future we all fuck robots? He would have turned around and he would have slapped you and cursed at you in German. You know what I'm saying? He would have been like, that's some insane shit. I, I, it's not good to fuck a robot. What are you talking about? I was going to say that he probably would go straight to the, you were imagining the the robot as a replacement for your mother. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Only, only if you're fucking the robot to bribe it to kill your own mother or something like that. Am I going to sign this document? That's well, what Sigmund Freud would have said. Going back to what you said about the rich guy that just wants to sell sex bots, that's actively what they were pushing was this angle. So in an interview published last year, Douglas Hines, chief executive uh, of the interactive sex doll uh, maker, True Companion, uh, said, Our sex robots provide what every adult needs, unconditional love and support, the ability to feel the loving embrace of a lover is a right every adult should be granted. We provide a solution to help help adults meet their social as well as sexual needs. Social needs. That so they they were trying to push it as sort of a a helpful doll. Like if, yeah. if you have no friends, buy the sex doll and put her at the dinner table with you and talk to her, you know, before you take her in the bedroom. It's just a funny angle that they tried to push us all. Yeah, you know what they did is is they did the sex doll version of when fast food restaurants go, no, look, we have uh, piles of lettuce, too, uh, that can come with our burgers. It's health food now. Yes. <laughs> like, no, it's, that's not, you need you need to do what, what, what places like KFC do when they're like, oh, no, we'll, we'll basically put all of our fried chicken and mashed potatoes in, in a basketball-shaped dome, deep-fry that, and then give that to you on a cheese-coated plate. That's, that's what we'll do. Do what, do what Taco Bell does when they're like, listen, we took the taco that was here before, and we made the shell a Dorito that is coated in birthday cake. That's what we've done. You know what I mean? Like, we're just making it more fast food and more delicious. Because the second you start going, no, we're actually health food, you will get murdered by Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's will will, will, will murder you. They will scalp you. They, they will fucking decorate the market with your company's head. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like uh, Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. They will, they will destroy you. 
when you try to go after the health market. So you need to just be more sex doll. You need to just be, listen, there's a button right on the taint, right in between the pussy and asshole. And if you press it three times, instead of just moaning with dead eyes, like, ah, 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 it's going to go into hentai mode and it's going to go, we know that's what you freaks are into. And so it's it's what you do, man. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right, because I don't know if you were making a joke or if you actually saw the study, but there was a study no, that I remember did from... Not. <laughs> well, there no, was a, my, my hentai screaming no, not was not based yet. off of a study <laughs> at all. No, no, no. That was pure joke. 100% joke. Organic, grass-fred, free-range jo joke, that one. Not that part, you goofball. I mean, uh, I remember this... I couldn't tell you when. It's been a long time, maybe even 10 years. They did a study. It was when McDonald's was trying to rebrand itself, and they kept adding yeah, salads. Yeah, they're not the and, only ones uh, who did that. Yeah. Like, it's and fucking horseshit, man. Absolutely. And it didn't work, and what they discovered is, I think it was Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. They're the same company, depending on where you live in the country. Half the country gets Hardee's, half the country. But they went the opposite direction, and they started advertising, like, the fuck you burger with bacon and yeah. eggs and all that. And their sales went up and McDonald's sales dropped because people were like, look, if I'm eating fast food, fuck you. I want to eat fast food. If I see a big unhealthy burger, that's what I want to order, not the right. The, right. And so what you're saying is absolutely true. The idea you, you have these sex robots that have a vibrating pussy, you know, like, so why are you marketing it as anything other? Do they than, vibrate? How do you know so much about these goddamn things? Huh? Because you and I have talked about these like a million goddamn oh, times on this right. podcast. That's right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you need to take an angle other than vibrating pussy, maybe your product isn't all that great. Like if you, or maybe yeah. you should just stick to that. That sounds that like part. hack six spot material to me. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So, next news story. This one I thought was interesting because it was, it was this is this is the clickbait side of the news where you see uh, a, a headline that really draws you in. It gets you like, oh, either excited, like wow, or fearful, like ooh, I don't know. And this was one of those maybe fearful headlines. And the headline you saw on the webpage was a record number of white nationalists are running for national office in Oh, I'm so glad you're taking the angle I think you're going to take. I, I, because honestly, tried to read the article. All right, ne never mind. I, I, I don't want to step on you. Say, say what you were going to say. Yeah. Well, when you click, you, you read that headline and you're thinking like, oh, shit, you know, that America is becoming more racist. This is right, horrible. Right. These and then you click the article and you start reading it and it says at least eight people are running for office associated with white nationals. You're like, oh, out of in a nation of 300-plus million people, eight is that record number. Or right, At right, least yeah. eight, which, not to belittle any white nationalist running for office, but it's like, I expected much more than seven. Like, because it says yeah. at least eight, which means it's seven, you're saying. And eh, you didn't say eight. they won either. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, this was before the election. people yeah, that, it's... Uh, right, right, yeah. And I know there was that there was that guy a while back who who ran in some county in Illinois, but he was he was unopposed. Like there was no one else oh, in that right, district. Oh, right, the Republican that didn't believe in the Holocaust, so, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like I'm, I'm not saying that's not bad. I'm not I'm not trying to say that 
no one should have ran against that guy or that the, the Republicans shouldn't have booted his ass out and been like, no, you're either a, an independent or we will have a red sock puppet who believes the Holocaust was real. And like, like they should have done that. But it, it, yeah, the part, the part where you go, this is a, this is an example of how the entire country is right now. Like, no, it's, 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 it's not. You're, you're exaggerating like a motherfucker. Absolutely. Yeah, well, and they're not even exaggerating. That's the worst part is they're, they're, they're clickbaiting. They're bait and switching. The, the headline is a record number of white nationalists. And I want to say that as, as bad as it is that there are white nationalists running for office, I do have to say it's kind of you know nice to learn that the record number is eight. Like in all yeah. of American history, you're saying that eight people have never run at once for like okay you know these eight are I'm pretty probably sure not before the year 1940 it was at least 60% <laughs> so what the fuck are you talking about exactly. record number exactly i'm sure there were a lot of uh, presidents uh, yeah pre uh, civil war that were there was more <laughs> there was there was more slave owners that signed the fucking declaration of independence than eight what are you talking about record number <laughs> We have, an, we have a dark, evil history with that shit. Like, not saying things are perfect now, but when you talk about record number number of white supremacists it, it, throughout the country running is eight, it's not that high. And I will say this, I will say this. If somehow all eight won, or even six of eight, or a majority, right. then I would say, all right, we need to look at what's going on. Uh, I, I have to assume that, and this was pre-primary, this article came out. And I again, you anything. have to put an asterisk at the bottom and say how many of them ran in small districts that were right. unopposed. Because that exactly. shit matters. I'm sorry. It does. And it, I just I saw the most beautiful tweet today that it was funny. That talks exact, it's exactly what you said. Someone posted it on uh, my, my, my social media. And the tweet was, the mayor in Jaws 2 is the same mayor from Jaws 1. This is why voting matters. And it's like, that's just fucking hilarious. The fact that in Jaws 1, the mayor says, open the beaches, and the shark comes in and eats people, and they don't vote him out of office by Jaws yeah. 2. I mean, that's just funny right there. Uh, that's kind of what we're talking about is, yeah, somehow if all eight win and, and go into office, we, we have a problem. But I'm going to assume that most of them, if not all of them, will be drummed out by the voters as they make their asinine statements. This goes back to what we said last week about the, the pedophile, the open pedophile rapist running for office, where it's like, uh, it's a news story, but I don't think it's an eventuality. The only, you know... No. We, we got the, the racist asshole piece of shit in the White House, and I think he's the weird Teflon untouchable guy. As we talked about again last week, Roseanne, you tweet racist shit, you lose your job. You know, not everybody can win like Trump does. Right, right. But it also, did you, just out of curiosity, you, you remember how it, you read down in the report, this is why I couldn't read most of it is I, I, I turn my phone on airplane mode when I, when I start the thing. And I, I tried to do this earlier. I tried to read the thing. But there was a part in there that said, according to the report, and the report was highlighted. You could click on the report. I'm a big fan of doing that because then you get to see what this opinionated piece of fucking nonsense is actually talking about. You know what I mean? Right. The goes, report. The report is not clickbait. The report is numbers. Oh, no. The report was much less than this article. Um, the report was MSNBC, and it was about a paragraph that said, Eight white nationalists running. That sucks, eh? 
<laughs> like that was about it. And I'm like, what? You, what the fuck, man? This is like nothing. Yeah, but that—that's the joy of clickbait. Is it gets and and I, it just gets people worked up because what happens more often than not is people don't read the story. They see the headline and then they just share it on social media. And that's what's been talked about since the last election on how that's how bullshit spreads and how anger and fear. That's how this is all used oh, yeah. uh, is, is, you know, they, they just see the headline. They don't read the, the, I think I've mentioned this to you before. NPR did a great thing several years ago on April Fool's Day. Uh, they put this headline out that said, Americans aren't reading anymore. What's your thought or what's your opinion? And then you clicked the article and NPR, the article said, hey, there's no article here. We're just trying to prove a point that people will read the headline and then put their comments in the you know thing without reading this. And that's what people did. Yeah. People just started leaving all these comics saying, yeah, yeah, nobody reads the news anymore. This is bullshit. They just clickbait, blah, blah, blah. And, and NPR was just like, yeah, see, you you just lost because... You proved our point by not even reading our. Oh, article, oh yeah, dude. I, no most most of the the so called like news, especially the uh, the um, the stuff that you click on, even even from reputable sources and sub reputable sources, it's it's not actually the news. It is an opinion about a news story or report from another source, and it's like I, I'm not saying that that people breaking this shit down isn't important. It, it is. But you got to figure out what the actual fucking thing is, man. You got to you got to go to the source. Otherwise, you're you're just reading some jackass's opinion about something that you don't really know what the hell they're talking about. Yep, yep, yep. And that's a lot of and people just and that's how you get into what everyone call the the echo chambers and then just highlighting what you believe because it's supported and then it's just this cycle of nobody Nobody changing their opinion or learning right. actual facts or or the news or being a part of reality. All they do is just it, that's what echo chambers but this, are. Dude, this one is just like it's 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 the classic sort of narrative that a lot of the left likes to take right now, which I think is gonna it's it's gonna hurt them when the next um, maybe when the primaries come, but certainly when the next presidential election comes along is is their thing is they like to be like everybody who doesn't agree with us is in the clan and so fuck them and they like to do that shit and it, it, i'm not saying there's not like a huge bigoted element to the right but that's that that's not the majority of the right right now and that's that's not what most of them are are think that that's not what dri- is is driving them to vote for the candidates that they're voting for. There's there's some, sure. But when you completely dismiss everything else they're saying, anything about um, economics or crime or safety, any of that, um, and you just go, these people are racist, and if you don't agree with us, then you're racist, you are completely ignoring the fact that we have a certain section of the, of the country well, many sections of the country where their industrial jobs are going away, and there, there, there's not really a a clear solution for for them personally, right? And you can either try to figure out a solution for them. You can give them a fake solution, which kind of seems to be the the Trump route, or you can just be like, well, if 
don't listen to the guy who's just trying to talk to you. Just know that he's bigoted. And if you agree with him on anything, you're a fucking Nazi, you know? And, and if, if, if you don't reach out and talk to them about what the fuck they're upset about, then they're going to be like, fuck you. I, I, I don't care about any of the other shit he says. I have one person that ignores me and one person that panders to me, and I'm, I'm going for him. Well, I, I think we talked about this. I don't know why we wouldn't have... But if you remember, I can't remember the title of it, but I read a book. Uh, there were two reporters or authors. They were embedded with Hillary Clinton's campaign because they were going to write the story of the first female president. And then they watched it go sideways. And part of that, if you remember. Instead, they wrote the story of the first female Democratic nominee. And that's a way less sexy story. I, I, I hear you. They got they got down downgraded, man. They got the motive. They got the stripes torn right off their fucking uniforms. Well, what they said was halfway through the campaign, it was just this clusterfuck of of you know power control, which is it's funny because that's why she lost to Obama, is they didn't have their shit together, and they said you know we're not going to do that again, and then they did it again, where you had too many people saying this is what they should do, and at one point these authors actively, you know, Bill Clinton was there saying you can't ignore white voters it's great that you're going into the cities to try and get minorities and you're trying to get the hispanic vote the black vote and the women female vote you're trying to get all of them to gang up and go against white voters and win but it's not going to work you need to talk to white voters and her campaign chairman or who, chairman or whoever it was said nah we're good we we, we ran the numbers we're going to win and Clinton kept saying, and, and then after Brexit happened, Bill Clinton said, holy fuck, people are pissed. This could happen here with Trump. And then it did happen. And like they said on election night, Bill was just sort of shaking his head saying, it's Brexit. Well, to be fair, I don't think he, she wanted him spending that much time with her on the campaign because that meant him being around interns. You know what I'm saying? And historically, that has not worked out well. It has not. So, um... Either but way. I, dude, in in fairness, I I get it, man. Like I get why she would have felt like there's just certain parts of this I I'm just gonna get because if if you look at the dude she was up against, I mean she she's up against a, a fucking crazy man with no experience who I, I thought he was gonna get his dick knocked in the dirt, and I didn't think Hillary Clinton was a perfect candidate by any means. I fucking voted against her in the primary. I, I, I said on here constantly, like, yeah, but man, she's kind of shady and bought out and you might as well be voting for a Republican when it comes to foreign policy and all this. But that being said, she, she was a million times fucking better than the guy she was running against. So I get her, you know, the tortoise in the hair. When, when, when the tortoise is that slow and orange and fucking crazy, you know, I, I get the hair being cocky. Yeah, well, and that's, uh, we all know how it turned out. All right, one more story, and this one made me laugh because there's an update to it. Um, Philadelphia Eagles were disinvited, uninvited from the White House. They were the Super Bowl champions, and uh, Donald Trump uh, said, nope, you're not invited. And then it turned out the very next day, the reason he uninvited them is because fewer than 10 players were going to make the trip. Uh, they were So it was sort of like Donald went, to, I'm going to break up with you before you can break up with me sort of move because he found out that no one was going to the fucking White House because 
And so... Yeah, that would have been weird. Just an example of how shitty this guy's presidency uh, ended up being. Um, Say what you want about Hillary Clinton or the Democratic Party. Um, Super Bowl teams going to the White House wouldn't have been a politicized thing or, you know, something that would have... Nobody... Nobody would ever talked about with sports teams going to the White House before. Oh, does this mean you're pro Obama or pro Bush or any like it never was like that. This is this is such a first. Well, and here's here's the funny part. So um, apparently Trump then was going to even during the Civil War, I think, you know, what you know what I mean? Whatever sport they were doing back then, whatever kind of um, whatever kind of hacky sack they were doing with. Ears of corn, whatever the big sport was, you could go to the White House and it was fine, even though people were blowing each other apart in Gettysburg. So what Donald Trump did was he uh, was going to have a White House celebration uh, to honor the Eagles and the national anthem. And he invited Eagles fans because so what happens is uh, now it's in the news that the Eagles weren't going to go. But uh, Trump disinvited them. But Pennsylvania is a swing state. And now if you have him shitting on Philadelphia and the Eagles. But, There's racist in Philly. Well, that was a good move. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm not inviting the team, but I'm inviting the fans. Right. Uh, that it, makes sense. Well, here's where it happens. is So he has this Eagle fan appreciation thing at the White House and they release a, a statement saying that more than 1,000 Eagle fan, Eagles fans showed up, except the pictures show all congressional staffers wearing suits and office clothes. No one's wearing any Eagles outfits, so there's reporters start going around and talking to them. And uh, I've asked uh, six of the fans at the White House who the Eagles quarterback was during the Super Bowl, and not one person knew. So basically, they just sent all the congressional uh, aides and staffers at the White House out onto the lawn to say, look at all these Eagles fans. And the reporters are, you know, talking to them and finding out, no, it's just it's another just funny bullshit thing that the, the White House tried to pull. How many how many of those guys do you think when when they're throwing on their their Eagles jerseys that got sent to them. You, you know what I mean? They, that got given them to them that day by their bosses. We're just whispering to each other. You know, my, my, my dad worked for Reagan. Um, I, I had a legacy to uphold. I, I didn't think I'd be doing this. Exactly. <laughs> like, what, what the fuck, man? How, you're, you're working at the white house and now you're, you're, you're posing in fake football rallies for Christ's sake. How does that happen? That's where America is. We're finally great again. All right. I think that's all we got time for, kids. Uh... But instead, of you know, I'm glad that, you know, MSNBC is focusing on the real issues like eight jackasses running um, in in weird Bible Belt states who oh, the white nationalists have right. opinions that none of us like. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, go ahead, go after the real shit. Hey, how about this? Figure out what the fuck's on tax, Trump's tax returns. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anything's going to come of the Russian collusion thing, but I think there's a damn good reason he doesn't want him digging into there. They're, they're, they're going to find fucking financial crimes that guy's involved in. That's why the fuck he didn't release his tax returns. It doesn't take a genius to figure that one out. This whole thing of, oh, he met with Russians to try to get them to fucking make memes that say Hillary Clinton's a cunt. Like, well, he could he could have done that here. He didn't need to do that, you know? Like, that's that's just insane. But I think he's worried they're going to uncover shit in there that's related to financial stuff. He's a, he's a fucking billionaire, a fake billionaire. You, you know, he's involved with shady financial things. That's why he's gone bankrupt. That's why he's... 
He's he's the poster boy for shady financial things. That's what he's worried about them finding. Or when they go, oh, Stormy Daniels, did you know he had consensual sex with a porn star? Don't give a fuck. What about all those actual, like, sexual assault accusers, those rape accusers you were talking about right in the beginning who you yelled a whole bunch about and then fucking never talked about again. Find, find them. I don't care about any consensual sex this man's had. I, I don't care. I don't care if he used campaign funding. If you give money to a guy like that, you have to know that's where a quarter of it's going. So whatever, man. Find, find, find the actual fucking crimes. That's all I'm saying, MSNBC, you fucking hacks. Not going to happen because... Like you just said, they are hacks, and we are too easily distracted by what's in front of us at the moment, not what has happened, not what we were, you know, that was in the moment in front of us uh, a long time ago. So we've all forgotten, Jake. Uh, this is this is the now, which is easily distracted. Well, I forget a lot because I'm a drunk, but I still remember a bit. I fucking still remember a bit, man. Well, let's start hammering that home, and maybe all our listeners will... will I don't know, call MSNBC. But until then, listeners, uh, tell your friends to listen to us and say nice things about us. So thanks for tuning in. JakeVeber.com, NathanTimmel.com. Later.